welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are uh, uh, continuing. Uh, I believe now we're uh, at the very, uh, gosh, I think the very first of, uh, we're getting ready to get Beginning to the first of October. First October, of October. 2nd, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, so we're probably Monday the 2nd. Um, we'll be in the uh, middle of, uh, Linda and I will be in the middle of doing our retreat in Tuscany then, uh, which will mm -hmm. be fun. Uh, that we've talked about. Can't and, wait to hear the fruit of that. It's yep. going to be fantastic. And uh, we've been uh, talking about the supernatural and uh, particularly last time, the feeding of the 5,000, where, um, you know, uh, the, the disciples said, hey, it's time to go. And Jesus says, well, you give them something to eat. Well, you mean you mm -hmm. want us to, you want us to go buy food? And no, uh, uh, let's, let's, let me show you something. And he did the supernatural work and fed the 5,000 men, which, by the way, was probably, you know, more like 10 to 12,000 total. Mm -hmm. um, and the disciples were part of that and seeing it multiply. And we talked about, you know, the story of Denny and Allie. This, this story is an adjunct to that. Um, and I just want to want to help us highlight something. So uh, this is now a little bit later. Mm -hmm. uh, they've already experienced this miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. Mm-hmm. And they, they absolutely understood it, received it, and were part of it. Okay, so now uh, it's it just, this is just several months later. Uh, read verses 8, chapter 8 of Mark 8, 1 to 10. Sure. In those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their own houses, they will faint on the way, for some of them have come from afar. Then his disciples answered him, How can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? And he asked them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and gave thanks and broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before them, and they set them before the multitude. They also had a few small fish, and having blessed them, he said to set he said to set them also before them. So they ate and were filled, and they took up seven large baskets of leftover fragments. Now those who had eaten were about four thousand, and he sent them away immediately, got into the boat with his disciples, and came to the region of Dalmuth. Dalmanutha. Say that. Dalmanutha. There you go. Dalmanutha. Dalmanutha. <laughs> Lake Winnipesaukee. Glenn <laughs> <laughs> and I had a great time up there, and we we love saying that word. Where 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 did you have your lake? Where did you rent your house? Lake Winnipesaukee. Winnipesaukee. Uh, uh, <laughs> um Okay, so uh, now they've experienced the feeding of the five thousand. They continue mm -hmm. to experience supernatural stuff, and um, they gather again. People gather again. Jesus is with them, and he said. 
they've been they we've been hanging around with them and discussing with them and dialoguing with them now for three days. Right. Um, okay. By the end of the third day, they've run out of food. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and Jesus's uh, heart. Uh, and go back and just read uh, verses uh, two and three. Yeah. Um, what what what's his heart toward this? Yeah, I'll read that. It's compassion, really. Yeah. I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and I have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their own houses, they will faint on the way for some of them have come from afar. Okay. So um, now think about, again, the beauty, the simplicity. He has compassion for what? Mm -hmm. What's his compassion for? For the people. Based on what? For the situation, the situation they're in, knowing that they're hungry, knowing that they have been with him all this time and followed him and not been concerned with their own needs. They've been more concerned about feeding on his word than how they would eat. Yeah. So that um, he says, I have compassion on their real physical situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I care about this. Um, I think about this. I understand, you know, we've had a great three days Mm -hmm. Um, and we could just say, you know what, you guys need to go. But if they go, there's some that now that they have no food and by the time they get home, they, they literally are going to struggle getting to get even physically get home. Um, I care about that. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we're trying to say about the supernatural is that it's born out of very real, practical, physical stuff. Mm-hmm. And Jesus cares about that. Right. Uh, because we have a tendency to look at, you know, Christianity and look at, you know, the life of God as just spiritual. Mm-hmm. And we should just focus on the spiritual and then people can take care of their own, you know, physical stuff. Um, and Jesus says, I care about that. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting, even if you go back through the Gospels and just went through and circled when you saw the word compassion tied to a miracle, it is absolutely overwhelming to see how many times Jesus simply moved from compassion yeah. to the person. Yeah, yeah, um, that... Um, I empathize with them. I, I understand them. And physical things are critical mm-hmm. that I care about. And as part of uh, when he says, I've come to give you life and give it to you super abundantly. See, it's spiritual. It's emotional. It's physical. Uh, the real stuff of life, which, by the way, drives us to the problem. You know, is that, hey, mm-hmm. I, I, they've got a real physical problem. And uh, Jesus says, I, I care about that. Um, so, you know, let's, let's feed them boys. Okay. Now, <laughs> uh, he says, let's feed them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the disciples, now they've already experienced the feeding of the 5,000. What is their first response? <laughs> Once again, <laughs> they don't really see how they, you know, he asked them how many loaves they have this seven and they're like figuring, trying to figure out how in the world they're going to feed these people with this. How are we going to satisfy them yeah, with the little bit we have? He says, um, he says, uh, let's, I want, I have compassion on them and, um, 
we need to take care of them. And their response is, well, how can that, that happen? happen? <laughs> we, we, how can this happen in the wilderness? Because mm -hmm. there's not enough food here in the wilderness. Okay, so mm -hmm. again, now they had just experienced this. Right. And, and yes, see, they still go back to the natural. They go, yeah. it's, it's a habit that they, even they went back to. Mm -hmm. And again, you would have thought one of them would have said, hey, isn't this just like, like we were in the same situation, you know, a, a few weeks ago? Mm -hmm. um, should we, should we consider that again? Not a single disciple said that. Mm. How is this going to happen physically? Because we don't see how it's going to happen. Uh, now, interesting enough, um, and this is, this is what you look at as part of the story, and here, now other times, and we, we read it before, Jesus said, ye of little faith, or mm -hmm. uh, how long do I got to put up with this uh, generation? Uh, in this case, he didn't say anything. Right. He was, he was implying, I'm surprised at you boys mm -hmm. that not one of you thought about what we've already done before. Right. Okay. He says, tell you what, let's do it again. Mm-hmm. What have you got? <laughs> right. Okay. Gather them together uh, and think about, and, and this is cool because it starts to, it starts to come together. Jesus commanded everybody to sit down in small groups. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now the disciples, they remembered that. That triggered. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're going to do this again. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're doing it again. And um, before they didn't know anything about it until they actually distributed the food and the baskets started multiplying. But here, Jesus just says, okay, put them, put them in groups. And then, ah, it clicked again. Ah, we're going to, mm -hmm. we're, we're going to do this again. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, and he does the same thing. He, he breaks the bread and, and he, you know, performs a Passover move, uh, communion, um, that, uh, because of, of what I'm going to do in my supernatural power, I'm giving you a gateway into the supernatural so the Passover, the communion, isn't just to remember what he did, but mm -hmm. it's to join him in what he did to then participate in the supernatural that's about ready to happen. And, and, the, mm -hmm. and the Passover was that way, and uh, communion is supposed to be that way. It's a step into the supernatural. And, and so mm, that's beautiful. Uh, he, write, he does that again, and then they, they give it away, and they have you know, the baskets full. So... Um, Jesus, again, is teaching them uh, that uh, because of what we've done before and you come into a similar situation, I would like you to think more normal, to think mm -hmm. of the supernatural than, well, I don't see how this is going to work. Uh, right. He said, I'd like to take that piece of your thinking out of your mind instead of, I don't see how this is going to work. I would like you to say, well, this ought to be interesting. We got a problem. What, what are we going to do here? Um, right. Uh, and at the same time, um, and he, you know, he's trying to educate him is don't mechanically do it either. 
which mm -hmm. I think is one of the reasons why I didn't rebuke him is that um, I don't want you to get into a pattern. Hey, we did it before. We'll do it again the same mm -hmm. way. Uh, you know, keep asking me, keep processing, but expect it and let me mm -hmm. show you, show you the supernatural work and, and I'll start to uh, explain it, you know, and give it to you if you have a heart to go. And then they, they did it, but it clicked for them when he made him sit down and then they joined mm -hmm. him fully and okay, okay, got it, you know, and, and then God, you know, performed the supernatural work that they got to participate in the same way. They had right. to walk, they had to walk around and it multiplied in the baskets um, and they got to see experience as supernatural so that think about what, what God is trying to help us do is um, he says, first of all, um, I want you to join me in the same uh, heart perspective of, do you care mm -hmm. about situations? Uh, so, yes. when, so when somebody has a problem, you know, um, and by the way, when people come to me, generally when they come to me for the first time, they're coming usually because of a very difficult, sticky, serious problem. Mm -hmm. um, and they say to me, I have them tell me, okay, what's going on? Where are you at? Uh, how's this coming about? Uh, tell me about your experience with your uh, small group or your church or your, or your, or your family. And they basically say, um, they kind of go to two directions. One, people say, well, I'll pray for you. Mm -hmm. But nothing ever happens. <laughs> right. Uh, so they kind of dismiss it. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, I'll pray for you. But they don't really join them in anything at all other than I guess they pray for them. Maybe they do it. They, maybe they don't. The other, the other side of it is they say um, probably this is God's will and you're just going to have to live with it as part of your mm -hmm. suff suffering in life. Um, and so I, we don't see any natural way for this to be occur. You know, so, you know, the disciples in a way could have said to those that people, they're just not going to get fed and they're going to faint on the way home. But that's, that's just too bad, you know? Right. Uh, and he said, that's how, that's how people around me are, are saying. And I said, well, um, let me give you a different perspective. Um, you got a problem. Um, I have compassion on you. I really, I re and I really do. I mean, I truly, I can, I can sense right. and I can. It's a God-given compassion. Yeah, right. I, I can, I can feel the heaviness, the difficulty, the mm -hmm. oppression, the struggle. Um, I, I have compassion on you and why, well, that's Jesus's heart, see. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, for me particularly, uh, throughout my history, it's not a, I would say it's not a, a natural, Linda has natural compassion. Right. She's just compassionate, you know. You know, me, it's like, you know, I used to, particularly that's the way I was raised. <laughs> My dad was, you know, he's a surgeon, intellectual surgeon. I had problems. He said, suck it up and figure it out. Right. You know, and and that was kind of my bent is, well, you got a problem, right. take, you know, go figure so it God out. God has had to grow this compassion yeah. in you, right? Yeah, uh, he's, he's grown it because of the abiding of just my nature has let his compassion come. So when somebody comes to me, I truly have compassion. I really mm -hmm. care. I really care. Okay, I know you got an issue. I can sense the heaviness of this. Um, I would like to say something different than what you've been told. 
I guarantee you God will resolve it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you can trust it. Uh, and, I, and, and I try to help them up front say, remember, not necessarily that the problem you have is going to be fixed in the way that you think it should be fixed. A lot of them happen to be business issues. And I need, right. my, I need my business to succeed. And I try to tell them, look, God will resolve this, but I'm not telling you that even your business is going to make it or you're going to have mm-hmm. success here. Uh, so don't take that as what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying is God's going to take care of an issue and he re- he will resolve it and you will, will receive the benefit of that. It's going to happen and take he's going to take away the burden of it mm-hmm. because of his compassion for you. And he cares. Why? Right. Why? Well, because in that real stuff is where the supernatural is demonstrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't say to the feeding of the 4,000, well, at least you got spiritual food and uh, won't that benefit you? Well, mm-hmm. okay, fine, but there was no supernatural work. He said, how about if I cared about your physical stuff and showed you supernaturally? Mm. Okay, now what? I'm more interested. <laughs> Um, I'd like to pursue God more if that's really true, which is, by the way, how our ministry has been organically grown because people experience real supernatural stuff. So he says, um, as your experience in the supernatural is one, if you got a real problem, Jesus said, I care about that. I really care about it. And I can resolve it. Right. Bring it to me. (laughs) Bring it to me. Walk with me and let me do it and learn to learn to do it. Mm-hmm. As you learn it, I want you to extend that to those around you who also have real problems. I want you to have compassion on them. Now, you can't solve their problem. The disciples couldn't solve the problem. Right. But as they understood it and they joined him in the compassion, oh, oh, okay, I can be part of your supernatural work and you're going to deliver something that I can't deliver. Yeah. And he said, right. that that's how it, but multi- I get to participate in that's how yeah. it mul- multiplies out because, uh, this, this heart of real compassion for real issues and real oppression and real, you know, being stuck in the mud and real, uh, things that, that aren't easily resolved. God says, um, I have compassion come to me and let me resolve it. As you learn that, I want you to join me in having compassion for others. Um, Mm -hmm. but don't just say good luck, invite them into what you're starting to experience. I'll resolve it for them if they have a heart to go. And by the way, it's not about their maturity. Mm -hmm. It's all about their heart to go. That's it. That's all you got to do. I love that. You know, that's beautiful. So, um, as we, uh, understand this, uh, particularly this, this second story, uh, it goes even deeper is that. God cares about physical stuff. He cares about mm-hmm. real stuff. He wants us to care about it. Come to him and start to realize he will resolve it. And it's going to be supernaturally resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, and how cool is that? Uh, that we that we get to experience, we get to be part of it. So, Father, we thank you for uh, this great little story that is an adjunct to the feeding of the 5,000. That the disciples, once again, tended to go to the natural. But you drew them into the supernatural and showed them your compassion, which they were beginning to have. 
And so I pray that we have that same heart. Uh, first of all, that you care about us and you want us to bring our, our issues to you for you to resolve them supernaturally. And then secondly, is that um, uh, we have an opportunity to join you by having compassion for others mm -hmm. and bring them into the same place where they can experience your supernatural resolution. Uh, what a joy that will be and what a reinforcement that'll be, be for us. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing that incredible insight and just encouragement too for all of us yeah, it really is, yeah. with the different issues that we're facing. So if you have questions, be sure to send them in to questions at afjministry.com and we would love to talk about them and we'll see you next time. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos. Thank you.